Today's episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, listener mail. My name is Robert Lamb. And I'm Joe McCormick, and normally listener mail is just robbing me here, but today we are joined on mic by our longtime producer, Seth Nicholas Johnson, because it is a, it's a bittersweet time for us. Seth, uh, Seth is moving on to other things, and uh, we're, we're very excited for him in that. Seth, you're, you're moving on to something in the comics industry, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I still have my other things going on, but um, yes, specifically, that's where I'll be headed next. Um, but if you know, if, if if you miss my voice, listener, which I can't imagine, but I, I'll still be doing oh. my podcast, Rusty Needles Record Club, and I hope that I'll still have Rob and Joe over there every once in a while. So you know, I'm not, I'm not really going away. I just won't be here. If that makes sense. <laughs> And behind the scenes today, we're being joined by Max Williams, who is our audio producer for this episode. So thank you for stepping in, Max. So many changes, am I right? So many changes. Uh, Joe has a, has a baby. Seth is leaving. Max is coming on board. It's an exciting time. It is. As I said, it's, it's going to be bittersweet. Uh, Seth, we have, we have loved working with you over these years, uh, and, and we're definitely we're going to miss you, buddy. But uh, I'm glad you get to join us on mic for, for your last hurrah here on Stuff to Blow Your Mind. Yeah, I mean, especially since the last couple of episodes were co-hosted by Seth and concerned records. And so I, w- I even put out a call to listeners on, on uh, Facebook's discussion module uh, and in Discord. I said, look, I didn't say he was going away, but I was like, if you have questions about these record episodes, please write in. And uh, I don't know, it it might just have been too soon, because the second episode only came out really hours ago before we were recording this. That's true. That's true. So uh, yeah, if you have, maybe you should, if you have questions or or, uh, responses to those episodes, maybe CC um, Seth over at Rusty Needle as well, uh, because that way uh, you can be sure that he'll see them. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I have an email address over there, which is uh, rustyneedlesrecordclub at gmail.com. So if for some chance there's something you need to tell me, <laughs> that, that would be the place. You can go listen to that show, and that's my email for that show. But but guys, we did get at least one message about your episodes on uh, records and backmasking. It's this message from Mike. Rob, do you want to start off reading this one? Sure. Mike writes, loved the first episode on Easter eggs and backmasking. Weird Al has done some funny backmasking Easter eggs over the years. Uh, They include a link. Weird Al Yankovic has included backwards messages in two of his songs. One on the album In 3D, a little over halfway through the song Nature Trail to Hell. There is a short non-vocal musical score. If you listen very carefully, you can hear Al say in a very evil voice, Satan eats cheese whiz backwards. <laughs> there you go. Che- cheese products being especially funny. Chill, cheese is always funny. Number two, on Bad Hair Day, near the end of I Remember Larry, where Al repeatedly sings, yes, I remember, remember, remember. If you listen closely, you can catch another backwards message that says, wow, you must really have a lot of time on your hands. And he also did the song Bob, which is entirely composed of palindrome. I wonder, palindrome in the text or like a full audio palindrome? Like the song is backwards halfway through. Ooh, or both. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm unfamiliar with this uh, particular track. Uh, However, I did just watch Weird, the new fake biopic about Weird Al Yankovic starring Daniel Ratcliffe. Have Uh either of you two seen this? I have not seen this. No. We've actually been, we've got a friend who we saw Weird Al in concert with when he was here in town, uh, mm-hmm. and we've been waiting to watch it with her. So it's going to happen soon. Uh, it's on the Roku channel. This isn't an ad, but it's wonderful. Everyone <laughs> should watch this. It's a really wonderful movie. You got uh, Evan Rachel Wood playing Madonna, all kinds of other cameos, uh, Rain Wilson playing Dr. Demento. Just, it's <laughs> it's a real treat. People should watch it. Uh, go track down the Roku channel. Um, it's free. It's great. Go watch it. Seth, do you have any Weird Al Yankovic on vinyl? <laughs> Not on vinyl, no. Although he has released a beautiful vinyl box set shaped like an accordion that had his entire <laughs> discography in it, like in between the little like folds of the accordion. But no, no, no. I um all of my Weird Al existed back in the days of cassette and CD. I, I've I've never gone beyond that. I, I really remember uh, people having CDs of Running with Scissors when I was a kid. That was, mm. I think, that was the one. I, I believe actually the first audio cassette I ever purchased was Weird Al. It was Alapalooza, the, the one with um, the Jurassic Park song on it. Oh, I had that on cassette for sure. Yes. Nice. Okay. Well, if you guys are ready to move on, I can do this message from Jeremy about multiple subjects, including goats. We got a lot of goat thoughts this week. Jeremy says, Robert and Joe, I have been a fan of the show for years, and a pastime between new episode releases, I've been spending the last few months combing through the Stuff to Blow Your Mind back catalog, starting all the way back in 2010. I just finished listening to an episode about the science of coincidences back from May 21st, 2015, and an amazing coincidence just occurred. First of all, this was an episode from before Joe was even on the show, but he had just happened to be featured on this episode as a guest filling in uh, for Julie. Rob, yeah, this was this was my first guest on, on the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember having a lot of fun. Uh, but anyway, Jeremy goes on. 
In this episode, you both mentioned a novel by Edgar Allan Poe about a group of sailors who were stranded at sea, eventually resorting to sacrificing and eating a crew member named Richard Parker. You then went on to explain that coincidentally, this same event happened in real life 46 years later when a crew of stranded sailors actually resorted to eating a uh, their dead crew member who was also named Richard Parker. Uh, The reason I'm writing in is that as soon as I got done listening to this episode, I scrolled across a post on a social media platform by Weird History that was talking all about this story concerning the eating of Richard Parker. What a coincidence. Additionally, and perhaps only loosely related, the episode following this one was all about spider silk, where you spend a lot of time talking about genetically modified goats that were created in hopes of producing more silk through their milk. This is yet another coincidence, as you have just recently released four different episodes talking all about goats over the past few weeks. Sorry for the long message. Just wanted to share. Keep up the awesome work, Jeremy. Uh, yeah, I, I would say proof of the supernatural confirmed. <laughs> well, no, this was the, actually this was all a coordinated effort uh, across multiple podcasts and multiple eras of podcasts to uh, to produce an image uh so uh so keep keep following the threads here goat <laughs> goat synchronicity all right here's another one this one is a vault up from a, this has to do with the vault episode on tumbleweeds this would have been uh, an episode that came out uh, roughly a year ago originally from miguel Miguel writes in and says, hello, Robert and Joe. I'm writing in as a follow-up to an email I sent several months ago about how this podcast inspires so much of my D&D campaigns and how many of the monsters you cover are statted out and ready to play in 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons through books by a third-party publisher, Cobalt Press. They recently held a contest for a new book they were working on and were taking submissions for monsters. Well, I designed a creature inspired by your episodes on tumbleweeds and submitted it and ended up actually winning. The book, Tome of Beasts 3, released about a week ago, and I was very excited to show you to the final product in all of its glory, see image attached, and to thank you guys again for the many, many hours of entertaining, thought-provoking, and inspiring content. Oh, and uh, to make clear, from the image, the the creature is called the Wind Witch, which was, uh, again, one of the, the, the nicknames for tumbleweeds. And it appears to be a, a tumble, a giant sentient tumbleweed monster that will hunt you down in the desolate wastes. Yeah. Challenge rating three. Anyway, Miguel continues here. I had a lot of fun designing this creature and coming up with interesting game mechanics for it, like its ability to regenerate after being defeated, only to come back and harass the party over and over again until its body is finally destroyed, or its flammability, which will ensure the Wind Witch is defeated for good, but at the risk of taking some extra fire damage from it. I think it would be really cool to create a small bestiary of creatures inspired by your podcast and was wondering if you had any thoughts on what episodes you would like to see brought to life for D&D. I would love to try to create it and maybe eventually release it somewhere for free. The working title is Stuff to Blow Your Players, but Mm. I think that needs a bit of workshopping. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) wishing you both the best and a happy holiday season, Miguel. Well, Miguel, this is just magical. This fills my heart with joy. And, and I love that this uh, creature is determined as chaotic evil, because of course it would be. <laughs> it would be unpredictable. It would just kind of thrash about as the wind se- sends it. And like they mentioned, fire can defeat it, but oh, at what cost? You're going to be spreading that fire, perhaps, you know? It's yeah. Very yeah. smart. I like it. Yeah. The, it has to the, be chaotic. 
Yeah, it reminds me of those stories of uh, people trying to burn burn tumbleweeds to get rid of them, but then them rolling away, and not only rolling away, but like jumping over ditches to get <laughs> <Right>. into. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the other thing I think about a tumbleweed that you could really capture as a dangerous creature mechanic is their stickiness, right? So that you, mm. you know, if you try to whack one in order to uh, to cause damage to it. Technically, I think what should happen is when you like pull your sword or weapon back, it will have pieces of tumbleweed stuck all over it, which will lessen the effectiveness of the weapon going forward. At least for a time, maybe for like two turns while all yeah. the little like bristles fall off or something. Yeah, that's that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. As for other creatures we've discussed that should be statted out for d and I, I don't know. Uh, we mentioned a lot of cool creatures, many of which evidently have been. Uh, featured in Dungeons and Dragons, either officially or through uh, third-party publications like those referenced here. Uh, I'm not sure if like zombies that go to church has been properly explored. <laughs> like that's a good one from last year. The pious dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah like uh, maybe they're mostly peaceful until you disturb their worship service and then they burn you on the altar. Yeah, a lot of religion <laughs> checks involved to to get that right. What about uh, Rob? You might know this. Is there something like Deleshi already in D and D? Kind of a spirit of the forest that calls out, lures you off the path, that sort of thing. Uh, I feel like there probably is. Um, I'm just blanking on it at the moment. I haven't done as much D and D DMing inside of a, a woodland setting, so I'm just not as familiar with those creatures. Mm. But I'm sure there's something. One more for you guys. Uh, this was quite a while ago. It was a kind of fungus that um, it rolled up into these big tubes and got really, really tall. Do you remember? You guys remember this? Yes. Uh, this was something about really tall fungus from a prehistoric era, like uh, exactly. from the Devonian right, right. period or something. I don't remember yeah, all the details, yeah. but I remember picturing these giant trees of like petrified fungi yeah. be- and, and being really fascinated by that. And also just the, the, the concept of giant fungi. Like, like there, we were in that episode a long time ago, we were also discussing the world's largest mushroom, which I believe like existed beneath the soil in Oregon and was like larger mm. than an entire town or something. I, I'd have to look at the details, but fascinating fungus stuff could definitely be in the D and D for stuff to blow your mind. I think I was DMing a game set in the Underdark at that point, and I think I, I did do some. I I did do something with with that in it. Uh, mm. Nothing that like needed statting out, but I probably got carried away describing fungal trees to the players, and they're you know th- that's what it's it's ultimately that's what it's like. If you think if you may think, oh, I, I bet it would be exciting if if Robert Lamb was was my dungeon master because he he follows all these weird tangents. No, it just it just means there'd be weird tangents in the game itself where you're wondering why is he going on and on about what these trees look like no the the other i remember now the other cool thing about these trees was that the so-called trees like the giant tall pieces of fungus was i'm pretty sure they existed before there were forests uh, plant forests like really plant trees Hmm. but it's been a while so i could be wrong about that but i think that's right but good luck with this D D book and uh yeah yeah there's a lot of content that could become something, perhaps something from Weird House Cinema as well. There, there could definitely be some Weird House oh, yeah. Cinema elements that uh, are, are prominently featured that, that could uh, make an appearance as well. Oh, God. Well, yeah, just statting out Tobor alone. That <laughs> I, I can't even imagine what a task that would be. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. 
Rob, as the uh, the local host with allergies here, they sent you some of their nasal spray to treat your allergies. What was your experience like? Yeah, that's right. I always wrestle with the pollen a bit when it rolls in during the spring. So they sent me the little uh, nasal spray. I tried out the product and yeah, it sure did help me get on top of my symptoms for the day. And it's so fast acting, uh, it was already kicking in before I left the house. Astapro is a first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription-strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can get Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use this directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then, through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Today's episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI, and Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI in revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, this next message comes from Will. Subject line, goat eyes, generative technologies, associating audio with places. So a whole grab bag here. Will says, hi team, on goat eyes, two observations. 
One, I got an illuminated bathroom mirror that had an LED strip all the way around the outside. This had the unsettling effect of reflecting the rectangular strip of light into the observer's eyes, giving one's reflection rectangular goat pupils, which was somewhat unsettling in the morning. This was not mentioned in the features of the, mir- of the mirror, although it did have built-in Bluetooth speakers. <laughs> <laughs> the singing mirror, that does sound like a D&D artifact. Two, you recently mentioned generative neural networks for the purpose of writing fiction. Oh, yeah, this is we keep coming back to uh, funny things created by the story machines uh, generator. I don't know if we ever shared it on the uh, on the podcast itself, but one of the ones I can't stop thinking about that we were just chatting back and forth about one day was a a story I created, I think, based on the title uh, Garfield Beyond Thunderdome. And it had uh, Garfield and then another warrior trading some some trash talk before they were about to fight in the Thunderdome. And the line it came up with was, the opponent says, so you're the famous cat. And then it said, and Garfield replied, I'm not the cat. Anyway, Will goes on. Uh, Generative technologies are fascinating and will continue to develop quickly. One of the first prompts I gave to Dolly Mini, this is one that you've probably seen on on the internet by this point, but it's one that generates uh, images based on text input, and it's pretty good. Uh, But uh, the one that Will cites, it was the text input, goat's eye on a cabbage, result attached. Guys, we can scroll down and take a look at this right now. It's it's rather unpleasant, but yeah, the, the... the eyeball is the center of the cabbage and like the le- the outer leaves are the lids i guess yeah 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 it's it's pretty creepy i don't know i've been i've been playing around with um uh mid journey recently and i don't know i i'm just really astounded by how far things have come even beyond what we're looking at here so mm-hmm. i'm i i almost don't want to put goat eye cabbages in there for fear of what what i'll see i don't even want to put put garfield beyond thunderdome in there for fear <laughs> of how spot on it may be okay next thing will says on associating audio maybe music with places i think you recently mentioned the idea that certain audio is strongly associated with certain activities or places for you or maybe it was on another podcast guys do we have a verdict on this was this something you talked about while i was out i think so we talked about a lot of music stuff while you were gone i I'm positive we touched on something along those lines. Will says, I have this in the extreme, although it's not every episode of every podcast. Usually it's particularly memorable ones. Your Weird House episode on the film Frogs, I heard while feverishly attempting to clean a rented apartment before leaving Norway. Moving (laughs) house is always stressful and moving country is perhaps even more so. So thank you for keeping me company. The Stuff You Should Know episode about liquefaction I heard in Afghanistan. Likewise, the Magic Mushrooms episode I heard at Davao Airport Airport in the Philippines. The Nine Volt Nirvana episode of Radiolab I heard on my way to the gym in the UK. The Long Distance episode of Reply All was heard while driving down Regent Street in Nottingham, etc., etc. It's possible that either strong episodes encode the place that I heard them in, or novel situations allow me to associate a particular podcast with that situation. If I listen on Pocket Cast at 3x speed with the Whew. delete blank space feature turned on, woof, okay, Will. <laughs> um, I can get through about 22 hours of podcasts in one day. So obviously I won't remember where I was with all of them, especially as a lot of the time I'll be in a familiar place. Uh, This one, this message took a turn. Um, 
Will says, not all podcasts can be listened to at 3x, but yours can because of your clear diction and good recording quality. Oh, thank you, Will. One must slow down to 2x for unfamiliar accents, languages, or lower quality recordings. I've gone on a bit, sorry, but I thought you might uh, be interested to know that your Weird House Cinema episodes are one of my very favorite podcasts out of the 100 plus to which I subscribe. The only film you've covered that I've seen is Plan 9 from Outer Space. I'm almost entirely an audio consumer, so your descriptions of the films are more than enough for me. Regrettably, I have difficulty discerning one actor from another, and I'm amazed at your ability to rate different actors' performances and the things they've been in. Most people look pretty much the same to me, except for the really big stars. There is one exception to my apparent inability to recognize good performances. I once saw an episode of Criminal Minds where the bad guy's acting was so incredible that I had to look uh, look up who it was in the credits. Turned out to be Tim Curry. He stole the show. His talent eclipsed everyone on the screen to the extent that it seemed like everyone else were a local amateur dramatics troupe. Kind regards, Will. Well, Will, that was a journey, but uh, yes, we, we must always remember to praise Tim Curry. And Will, you get a gold medal for listening to podcasts. I, I, I've <laughs> never heard of anyone consuming 3x delete blank space and getting through 22 <laughs> hours of podcasts in one day. That's 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 really a Herculean feat. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're doing this just for enjoyment. Like they don't yeah, they don't literally give you a medal for the number of podcasts you listen to. I'm going to say I don't think he's doing enough. I think he could <laughs> he could be listening to two podcasts at once. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the next step. That's right. Yes, stereo, one in each ear. There you go. Mhm. <laughs> Well, you know, coming back to Weird House, we also heard from Pat, and Pat has a response to a Weird House episode that Seth and I did together concerning the Flight of Dragons. Pat writes, Robert, Seth, thanks for the episode on the Flight of Dragons. Wow, a Rankin-Bass movie I hadn't heard about, though I was a big fan. Great cast, and the art is as described. You mentioned Paul Frees. May I add how wonderful he was? So many great voices. Dubbing Bogart in his last film, The Harder They Fall. I remember seeing this film before hearing the story of how Freeze had to dub Bogie's lines because Bogie was so sick. I couldn't hear, a di- hear the difference. Recommend Welcome Foolish Mortals, The Life and Times of Paul Freeze. Thanks again. Please go on with the great shows. Pat. That is a good biography title. I have to really underline that. I also love Paul Fries. Um Folks probably know who he is, even if they don't know him by name. If you look up his IMDb page, he's like the the Fred Welker of like the 50s, 60s, and 70s. He was the guy that mm. was in literally everything. Mm. Um, personally, I love Jay Ward stuff. He's the guy that created uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle and um, George of the Jungle and Dudley Do-Right and all that kind of stuff. And Paul Frees was all throughout those. Uh, most famously, he was the voice of Boris Badenov. That was Paul oh. Frees. Um, he was also Inspector Fenwick on Dudley Do-Right. He was the uh, narrator in Hoppity Hooper. And that's just Jay Ward stuff. If you if you look in all of his other things, uh, Disney, Rankin-Bass, everywhere, Paul Fries is, he, yeah, he, he he was the guy. He was the guy that you called in if you needed just a, the, 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 the man of a million voices. That was him back in the day. Do you recognize the phrase, welcome foolish mortals? Is that from something in particular? Um... You know what? This, this I'm jumping to a conclusion here. I, I may be wrong. 
he may have been one of the primary voices inside Disney's The Haunted Mansion. And hmm. that being the case, that might be one of the phrases that he used. I'm going just off the top of my head right there. That may not be true. He also did the ending voiceover in Beneath the Planet of the Apes. So another Beneath the Planet <laughs> of the Apes uh, connection there. Beneath. Is that the one? Is that the second one? The one where they mm. uh, they worship the atomic bomb and then uh, yeah. Charlton Heston wrestles somebody and then they blow it all up? That's the one. Great. And I've yes. just looked it up. It is correct. He was the original ghost host for The Haunted oh. Mansion. So that title is referencing him being the narrator while you walk through the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Okay. So he's like the, the elevator operator in the uh, David S. Pumpkins sketch. <laughs> in some ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, of, uh, of, of uh, the Haunted Mansion, uh, there is a, there's a wonderful uh, series uh, you can get on Disney uh, Plus called Behind the Attraction. And uh, each one looks at a different, like, classic Disney ride and the history behind it. I've been slowly making my way through it, and it's, it's really fascinating. I don't remember if they, they mentioned Paul Fries or not, but there's a whole episode on the Haunted Mansion that gets into the, you know, where the idea came from, how it was developed, the Imagineers involved, and the engineering uh, um, constraints and so forth. It's a really good show. Cosine. Well, I think we've reached the end of today's mailbag, but uh, yeah, before we go, we should mention once again that, uh, that if you want to keep following Seth, uh, you can check out Rusty Needles Record Club, which is Seth's music podcast. It's like a book club, but for albums. Uh, I was actually on an episode, I don't know if you guys mentioned this while I was out, but I was on an episode a while back that came out while I was on uh, parental leave, and it was one we did on Black Sabbath's first album. That was a huge amount of fun. Uh, I hope Hope you enjoyed it as well, Seth. Oh, absolutely. It was a great episode. And uh, Rob and I are already talking about uh, the, the episode Rob is going to do on there. We've, we've already got a nice list of uh, <laughs> potential albums to cover. It's going to be good times. So yeah, c- come check that out. If you like music, if you're looking for some recommendations, or you know, you just like hearing people talk. That's that's the other part of it. And if uh, if you're not sick to death of us at this point, we will. And, and if uh, the, the invitation stands, we will show up on there again. So stuff to blow your mind, fans check it out the invitation is always there and um yeah so so go check out rusty needles record club if you want to keep following me uh, after i i am sadly de- departing from stuff to blow your mind uh or if you're in the seattle area you can stop by a bookstore that my wife and i own called uh, salmonberry books salmonberry-books.com come check that out too that's that's where you, you might be able to find me I might, I might be there behind the counter who knows all right, buddy. We, you're going to be missed. Thanks again for all the, yeah. the work you've done over the years with us here. And, yeah. and a big thank you to both of you. I mean, it's it's been tons of fun. I've learned a lot. Uh, I can't begin to tell you how many of my friends and family uh, are tired of me just throwing in little anecdotes <laughs> about, uh, you know, why a wombat poops in a cube. It's very important. <laughs> and I can tell them that because of this show. Oh, boy. We love to make people more annoying. That's our main goal. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, seriously, huge heartfelt thanks, and and we're gonna miss you, buddy. Vice versa, I'll miss you both too, and uh, I'm I'm sure we'll we'll all still be in touch, and we'll all still be around. All right, well, we're gonna go ahead and close up the mailbag here. A reminder to everybody that stuff to blow your mind, listener mail publishes every Monday. On Wednesdays, we do a short form artifact or monster fact. On Fridays, we do Weird House Cinema. That's our time to set aside most serious concerns and talk about a strange film. And then our core episodes of Stuff to Blow Your Mind are on Tuesday and Thursday. 
Huge thanks to our audio producer today, who is Max Williams. Uh, Yeah, big thanks, Max, uh, stepping in for us here. Uh, If you would like to get in touch with us with feedback on this episode or any other to suggest a topic for the future or just to say hello, you can email us at contact at stufftoblowyourmind.com. Stuff to Blow Your Mind is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Today's episode is brought to you by Visible. The future of wireless is here, and it's transparent. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 a month, every month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees, no surprises, no, really. What are you waiting for? Get with the times and switch to Visible at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.